Welcome to Breakthrough Barriers with Damali. I'm your host, Damali Peterman. On this podcast, we invite you to share a conflict that you need help navigating, and I, along with a guest co-host, will share what we would do in that situation to help you reach your breakthrough. Welcome to the show. Episode, I am thrilled to have Sue Fripp with me in the studio. Sue, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tamale. Wow, I can't believe I'm sitting here with the famous Aunt Sue. <laughs> wow, so usually what I do is I like to tell our, our listeners and our viewers how I first met our guest co-host. Okay. So can I tell them how we met? Sure. It's a good story, isn't it? Yes. First. So of all the places to meet someone, Sue and I met at a charity for a bulldog organization that's sponsored by the amazing wife of Howard Stern, Beth Stern. And Sue and I were both hanging out there um, with our friends and we started talking and we just never stopped talking from that moment. That's correct. (laughs) And what's funny is, remember you're saying bulldog, remember I'm from Georgia, everyone's gonna think that it means the bulldog (laughs) UGA, but it really means the dogs. It really means the dogs. And what I loved about Sue, what I loved about our conversation was that you asked me what I did, remember? Mm-hmm. And my answer was, well, I can tell you what I do, but I'd rather tell you what I'm about to do because I was getting ready to start my first company. And that was all she wrote. I remember you saying, oh, I, I mentor women, I mentor entrepreneurs, I can help you, let's set up some calls. And I have to say that I don't know what I would have done without your, your guidance, your coaching, your mentorship, you telling me, don't do that, that's not a great idea, or think about this basically opening my mind to see other options and I feel like I've had so much success because of you well thank you Uh, all I do is uh, I just take my knowledge that I've had for the past 20 years being a a business owner and using best practices uh, what I do is I just let you know what I've learned and hopefully so that you don't make the same mistakes and then really try to bring things out for you, like knowing who your core customer is and knowing who you're selling to and what are you selling to. Because remember, that was a big a big deal for us. That was huge. And what I love about what you said, Sue, is that you're taking things that you've learned over the past 20 years and sharing them with other people so that they won't have, have the same pitfalls or challenges. Or if they do, they'll know how to navigate it. So Correct. you're teaching them from your own experience. Yes. That's generous, that's kind, and that's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So. Tell us a little bit more about you. You, you, you just told us that you are um, a, a serial entrepreneur. Yes. So tell us more about you and maybe some of your current projects. So I sold my company a couple of years ago. Uh, it was a consulting company, nothing sexy, oil and gas and utilities. Sounds sexy to me. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did was um, sold it and retired for about four years. And then I was like, oh my God, this retirement's not for me. And I had a real passion for helping people. I live in Atlanta. So what I did was I thought about um, stuff that I have done with Usher's New Look, which is um, Usher's nonprofit. There's a lot of kids who are in it that are artsy and trying to make money from it. And I saw that they were getting ripped off or because they didn't have the correct connections or knowledge, that they were getting into situations that weren't uh, financially um, acceptable for them. So I created what's called the Atlanta Music Fund. What we are is an ecosystem, a trusted ecosystem. And if anyone knows the music industry, it's really incredible because 
people don't trust anyone. And so what I've done is use my connections of being a connector and really gone out there and connected with some really, really great people. And so I formed what's called the Atlanta Music Fund. So we're um, getting uh, money for, for emerging artists. And sorry, just in Atlanta for right now. But um, it's pretty exciting. And, and I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. And we're helping about 18 artists right now. That is incredible. So what I love that you said is that you retired, you stepped out of retirement and said, you know what, I want to do something to help artists. There's a problem with artists not having enough financial literacy, Mm -hmm. and I'm assuming coaching, mentoring, and a plan. And so through Atlanta Music Fund, which I like to call AMF, um, you're doing some amazing work to basically nurture the growth of artists. Is that right? Yeah, and, and also the one big thing is we see a lot of these artists will make it big with one song. Well, we can actually turn that into generational wealth if it's spent correctly. Oh, nice. That's excellent. I mean, I know you, you're humble, you're not going to brag, but I'm going to brag for you. (laughs) So everyone has to follow Sue on Instagram at Sue Frith. Yeah, or Aunt Sue. Just look up Aunt Space. Everyone knows Aunt Sue. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I've been somewhere with Sue and people run over and they're like, Aunt Sue, Aunt Sue, Aunt Sue. And I've seen photos of you with the Migos, with Cardi B, with Offset. I mean, I mean, he's a part of the Migos, right? But with Future, with everyone in the industry. I mean, it's amazing how you're able to cross not just, I mean, yes, you're based in Atlanta, but people know you throughout the world. <laughs> well, you know, I try. I, like I said, I'm a connector. So I use my connections with, like, say, President Carter, um, who you can imagine knows billionaires and then you know artists who have no money and just to let them know that i can deal with both sides i'm i'm down to earth i know where they came from i came from the same kind of thing i grew up in in new york in the ghetto and what i did was through hard work got to where i am which is really really important for people to see that we live in the greatest country in america you know america is the greatest country in the world and it's the only place where if you started out with nothing you can have the world there's nothing stopping us except ourselves i agree 1000% i couldn't have said it better you have you one, have one message hi my name is nicole i'm a new business owner looking for a new business coach. I've had a lot of conversations and read a lot of books about taking first steps, but how do you find the right coach? How do you connect with them? How do you implement what they are telling you so that you can be successful? Thanks. Okay, so what I'm hearing is she's starting a new business and she wants to find the right right coach for her. So one, how do you find that person? Two, how do you connect with them? And then three, I guess, how do you really implement the, what they're telling you so that you can be successful. Right. So I always say if you're an athlete, everyone knows if you're an athlete, you always have a coach, right? So it's very, it's an interesting thing when we start a business, people don't think of that same thing. And how do you pick a coach in your sport? I'm a swimmer. I was a swimmer. How did I pick it? Well, I went to a school and they had a coach. Or if you didn't like that, how do you pick that coach? You pick someone who's been successful in the field. You see how many other people, you validate them by other people. Did that person get better? So it's very much the same way. 
when I picked my business coach um, that helped me, the, the really big thing was he was very successful. He sold his company. He knew me very well. He knew my capabilities. He also knew how to work with me. And the other thing is a coach is could be harsh on you, right? Mm-hmm. Because they want you to be better. So they're not going to be a yes man. So if you have a coach that's a yes man, that's really not a coach. Yeah. That's a friend. And I needed someone that could tell me really how to take my business to the next level and to be honest with me. So I would say, you know, you have to go out there and do the same thing that you would do as a coach in your sport. Go and validate them, find them. Uh, It's not always easy, but definitely validate them in your field. And it doesn't even have to be really in your specific field, but just to see hey, if you're, if you're a starting entrepreneur, what do you do and how do you, uh, you know, what do we do and, and what do we, um, you know, how, how can they help me? So that was great, Sue, because you're saying that if you're in the industry of uh, selling flowers, you don't have to have a coach who's in your same industry. They no. can be in oil and gas. They can be in accounting. But what you want is, one, someone who has proven a proven track record, you're saying. Correct. Someone who has reach success, have success, so to business if you're trying, if your plan is to think about the exit. And then two, validate them. Find someone who at least knows how to run a business and then figure out how you connect with them because one of the things that you said that I really appreciated was you have to be coachable. Right. Your coach is not going to sugarcoat it for you. Maybe they're going to get to the point. They're not going to be a yes man. If you need a yes man, you said get a friend. I was thinking go to church, right? <laughs> you need a yes man. You may have to go somewhere else. But you want someone who's going to be honest with you yes. and perhaps be direct yes. and then guide you. Correct. But you have to be coachable. That's correct. Okay. Right. Uh, if, if you're not coachable, I will drop you like a hot cake. Like forget Because it. remember, I'm investing time and I feel some kind of ownership. And if you're not going to take my advice or if you're not going to take the steps to make yourself better, then uh, I'm wasting my time and you're wasting my time. So... And what I what was also interesting too is sometimes I hear people saying, "Oh, I need a coach, I need a coach," but they don't think about how they can help their coach too. Correct. Right. And so it's also great to think about ways that what you have that you can share with your coach. What can you do? Like, don't only take from the relationship, but also figure out ways to give to your coach Correct. as well. Yep. Right. And yep. that could be, you know, in terms of connecting people. That can be an idea. That could be a new way to do something. Right. There are ways to give back. Right. Okay. Um, let's go to our next question. You have you one, have message. one message. Hey, Damali. This is Frank. I'm a recording artist looking for someone to manage me. I just officially started my professional career not too long ago and wanted to know what are some of the best opportunities for me to succeed in this saturated market. Thank you. So that was a really interesting question. Um, how do you succeed? How do you find the right manager? So we we're first talking about coaching, and now we're talking about someone to manage your career. So not just the advice person, but a strategic partner in planning in the entertainment space. What are your thoughts on that, Sue? So one of my other big things right now is I'm forming an all-women's management group. Now tell me more. <laughs> uh, for For entertainers. And it could be in music, it could be in um, acting, modeling, it could be 
um, um, comedians, okay. right? But mostly music right now. Okay. So how do people pick their manager? A lot of times, what we have is we have the momager, right? <laughs> yes. Your mom is your manager, mm-hmm. or your or your dadinger, if you want to call it that. <laughs> um, and and what's good about that is that they care about you as the person. But what happens is when you get to a certain level, because they don't have experience, they outgrow that. Yes. So it's kind of like in my business. I didn't have the same people starting out in my business as I did when I ended it and sold it. Why? Because the people that I had couldn't grow with me. So if your mominger um, did really well for you at the beginning level, and now you've gotten to a certain level, you need more professional people, people who have more experience, more touches, more connections, and things of that sort. So that's how I think you you may have your homie be your manager in the beginning, which is great because they really care about you and, and they've supported you and all that. And I'm not saying to drop them, but what happens is it's called the bus. Mm-hmm. So when we have people on our bus, the, that manager might have been driving the bus at the, at the beginning. When we get bigger, we may have to move the manager to the side, uh, you know, he's going to tell us where to go, but he's not driving the bus anymore. And I need a different manager to take me to the next level. So uh, again, the the analogy is a lot of people think music and business are not the same, but it is. It's very much the same. And especially if you're making music, not your hobby, but you're going to make it a business, what's important is to pick the right team. Mm And that team may not have enough of our um, connections that we need to take us to the next level. Yeah, it might be good to get us into this recording studio or that recording studio, but how about when I get bigger and I need different collaborations, does that person have the ability to go in and talk to anybody? Or can that manager go in and talk to a big label at the level of an SVP? Sometimes my experience is that a lot of the managers, you know, maybe just have um, a high school education. And I'm not, I'm not dissing that, but they feel very uncomfortable speaking to a C-level person. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, you need to make sure somebody on your team can do that because that's actually how you get to that next level. And same thing again, it's it's a business thing, right? You can get these little little um, contracts in the very beginning, but how do I get the big contracts? I have to be very um, comfortable talking with C-level people. I have to be comfortable talking at the bigger level and bigger numbers. So uh, again, a manager, you can start out with your manager that was your friend and and your confidant from the very beginning. But what I always say is look at some point to maybe, you know, getting a different person to help you out. So that's kind of what we did. We created, I handpicked a a bunch of women in the music industry and what we're doing is coming together and we're, it's people who have the PR. And when I say the PR, that person has um, a Netflix connection, has network connections. Um, When I have the manager, she's taken somebody from nothing to a number one recording artist. Um, when I say other people who have 
I mean, when an attorney like you and, <laughs> and some other friends, you know, they have experience with those kind of things. So I think that's very important, and that's what we bring to the table. That's amazing. And does anything like this exist right now? A women's management group for entertainers? No, not, not it really. It sounds very innovative. Yeah, it's to a me. very male oriented field, and I'm not afraid of that because I was in oil and gas for 20 years, and I'd walk in a room and it's 99.9% <laughs> males, but I, I was okay with it. And I know how to maneuver it, and I know how to, um, you know, stand out. I know how to market it. You know and how to succeed. Yes. And so I, what's amazing about what you said, too, is that it's like a bus. I love that analogy. I'm going to put that, make sure I put that at the bottom of, uh, of the, of the, of the, um, on the website, but it's like a bus. And maybe that one driver that your current manager can get you to one level but you might need to have a deeper bench, more people Correct. on your team to help get you to the, get you to the next level. And I think the other the other takeaway is knowing where to go. Yes. Because do you want someone to manage you who may not have any experience or connections? Correct. Right? You want the, to find the right fit, similar to the business coach question. Right. You want to find the right fit. And so if people want to to be managed by you, do you have any criteria that you are thinking about or kind of of sorting it out? (laughs) Yeah, no, um, a lot of the people that, uh, like my criteria, and unfortunately we have to start somewhere, but one of our criteria is that you have to have about 50,000 followers on Instagram because that means you have some kind of traction. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean buying them because if you buy them, we can see right through that. Right. Um, it's about real fans and then or trending on um, Spotify and Apple Music. Okay. You know, if you're if you're trending, then that means you're on to something or somebody really, really, you know, likes it. And then we have all these other things out there. You know, you have TikTok and Triller and and Twitch and everything. So it, all those platforms are very, very important to build up your fan base. Because remember, you could be the best artist in the world and people don't care that really what they want. It, the, I can't predict it, right? I mean, like Lil Nas X came from nowhere. Right. And I love it because he's from Atlanta, so we're very <laughs> proud of that. But um, at the same time, he was just dancing on, you know, on Twitch. And that's all of a sudden everything just went crazy. That's amazing. Right? So it, it tells you that we can't predict what fans want or like or whatever. And so you just have to get stuff out in front of your fans and see what sticks. And you have to find the right manager and the right coach to, to help take it to the next to level. take it to the next level. Sue, thank you so much for being thank on the show Tenali. today. You are amazing. I'm so excited to share you with the world. Hopefully you'll still have time for me yes. once everyone starts uh, reaching sure. out to you. And so thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for tuning in today. It's been a pleasure to have you uh, listen to our show. I'm your host, Damali Peterman, and this is Breakthrough Barriers with Damali. Continue to break through and have a wonderful day. Do you have any barriers that we can help you break through? If so, you can leave a brief message at 646-363-6322 or on our interactive blog at www.breakthroughadr.com. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at the at sign B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-O-U-G-H capital A capital D capital R. I'm your host, Damali Peterman, and this is Breakthrough Barriers with Damali. Although I am a lawyer, mediator, and an educator, and many of my co-hosts will represent various professions, we want to be clear 
that we are not providing legal advice, counseling, or suggestions. Our goal is to provide a roadmap for conflict resolution to generate future conflict resolvers. Continue to break through and have a wonderful day.